Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Going In Raw is now a CastBox original. CastBox is the fastest-growing, highest-rated podcast app on both iOS and Android, where you can find all your favorite podcasts. You can still listen to Going In Raw wherever you get your podcasts, but we hope you'll give CastBox a shot. We think it's the best. Hey, friend, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw Countout. Larson, take it from here. Were you holding your breath? Uh, in front of my it was like chocolate rain. Remember that guy? He's like, he turns his head away from the mic to take a breath. I don't remember that. Do you never watch the Chocolate Rain video? Chocolate so. Rain. Really? I don't think so. I was holding my breath in order so that my I wasn't breathing into the mic. No, you, you know, these mics aren't that sensitive. You just could have looked it the other way. Um, yeah, I know. Like Chocolate Rain did. Anyways, this is a count out. It's the only top 10 countdown type show right here at YouTube.com slash Stephen Larson. You'll also True. find this show and all our programming wherever fine podcasts are available, including the CastBox app. Oh, man. I love that CastBox Got a great, app. great partnership with Castbox. Oh, um, if you haven't checked it out, please do so. We're also available anywhere else you find podcasts. Um, we're also on the Patreon, patreon.com slash Stephen Larson. You know about the Patreon by now. On the Castbox, somebody just left a comment, which you should do as well because we're on the road to a thousand comments. Yeah. Slugmeister said Luchando for champ. Luchando. I said not so fast, friendo. What about thanks? He doesn't get a thanks, Rendo. Luchando should be changed. Luchando's champion. trying to take my job. Luchando is, is he's money. ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash going in wrong. Yeah. Anyways, we did another episode talking about uh, the, the, let me backtrack a little bit. CM Ooh. Punk has a fight this, today. Today. Tonight. It's tonight. Could be happening so right now. So that got us to thinking about other professional wrestlers who have done MMA or mm-hmm. MMA uh, fighters who have done professional wrestling. True. Those who have done well in both endeavors and those who have not. Uh, we did another video, which is also up right now, up right about now. those who have not. Yeah. This is the video about those who have done well in both the world of professional wrestling and mixed martial arts. True renaissance men and women. True fight, fight sports uh, competitors across the board. Let me ask you something, Larson. What? One name that I will mention right now that is not on this list, and the people are going to want to know why. Oh, okay. Rowdy Ronda Rousey. Why is she not on this list? She's only had one professional wrestling bout. It's a damn good one. It's the be- it, was, it was the highlight of this year's WrestleMania. Still, it's one match. Jury's out still? Exactly. All right, fair She's enough. She's going to have uh, uh, her first one-on-one match at Money in the Bank yeah. on June 17th. And if she performs as well at that match as she did at WrestleMania, then I'll be forced to reconsider excluding her from this list. But for right now, she's off. Just for good, because we're probably never going to do this list again. Number 10. 10. Speaking of Ronda Rousey, let's talk about our friend Shayna Baszler. Yeah. Um, I love Shayna Baszler. She's the tops. Yeah, she's been doing great work in NXT um, since she uh, signed with WWE after May Young Classic. She was a runner-up in that tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, in terms of her MMA track record, she uh, finished her career with a record of 15-11. Mm-hmm. By my calculations, that is a winning record. I'm pretty sure that's above 500. Yes, across multiple promotions, including Elite XC. Elite XC. I do. They have that Kimbo. Man, talk about somebody who should have been in pro wrestling. Kimbo Slice. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Give me that guy. Yeah. Yeah, he's dead, though. Oh, yeah. Sadly. I know. He seemed like a sweet guy. I know. Yeah. Uh, remember you made that guy's ear explode? In Elite XC. Yeah. It was amazing. It was amazing. Yeah. Um, Elite XC, I believe, became Strike Force, right? Oh, I don't know. Did they? I thought that was the case. Oh, I could wow. be wrong. Anyways, Shayna Baszler also fought for Strike Force and DUFC. Um, she won the titles in several promotions, not the UFC, um, but she won the uh, Bantamweight Championship in freestyle cage fighting, as well as the uh, 140 pounds women's title in the Cage Inc. Mm. Um, and then, uh, you know, she transitioned into pro wrestling. Um, she's wrestled for various promotions. I think she's wrestled for. Uh, did she wrestle for APW out in the Bay Area? I think. Ooh, I want to say yes. I want to say yes know. too. Anyways, she's won several titles, including uh, championships in Absolute Intense Wrestling, Premier Wrestling, mm. Quintessential Pro Wrestling, and of course, she is the current NXT Women's that Champion. That is maybe the my new favorite name for a pro wrestling outfit: Quintessential Pro Wrestling. That's good. That's great, man. QPW. Yeah. Anyways, and but yeah, as you said, she's great. She's been doing awesome work, character work, in ring oh, work. I think she's she's a worthy WWE. she's a worthy successor to um the to Oscar. I know that the Ember Moon was between them, but she, Ember Moon oddly came off as sort of a transitional champion. When you see you know who sort of was bookended her, I mean she was just given the no wait she what did they do for that women's it was a tournament was what for the women's title? Shayna Baszler beat Ember Moon for it. No 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 when Ember Moon won it. Oh, it was a. Triple threat match? Was it a triple threat or match? Or a fatal four-way match? I forget. Yeah, it was a fatal four-way fatal match. Fatal four-way. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she uh, yeah. did the eclipse on two people. Oh, that's right. That was fun. On Nikki Cross and Peyton Ruby Riot. And Ruby Riot. And yeah, and, and she Ruby Riot for that's the right. title. Anyways. Um, and then, yeah, she dropped a, uh, Shayna Baszler, who has been doing a wonderful job. I really love her character work. She's, you know, sort of a, a mean bully type there in NXT, dominating the women's division. Yeah. Her match with Nikki Cross at TakeOver should be a lot of fun. Yes. Um, so I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. Same. And, yeah, she had a stellar MMA career. So she's got what you like to say, the bona fides. Yes. And I'm very much looking forward to the day she crosses paths. Cross paths. Cross, the day she crosses the path of Ronda Rousey. Yes. <laughs> on the main roster. Yes. That should be a lot of fun. That number, will be a lot of fun. Number nine. Nine. Alberto Del Rio. He uh, was on the other list. Yeah, he was. Um, you're sh using the same still, which is probably the low point of his MMA career when he got knocked out by uh, Krokop yeah. in like 45 Mirko seconds Krokop. for the head kick. Yeah. Uh, despite that, he actually uh, finished his MMA career with a 9-5 and five record, including a six-fight win streak. Wow. By my calculations, that is a winning record. I'm pretty sure that is a winning um, record. And if you look at his wrestling accomplishments on paper, I mean, it's, it's pretty great. He is a two-time WWE champion, a two-time world heavyweight champion, and a two-time oh. U.S. champion. That's just in the WWE. Man. In Impact, he was the GFW, GFW global champion and the unified GFW world heavyweight champion. Yeah. Um, and that's not to mention other titles oh. he's won around the world. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so good for Alberto Del Rio. I like to see Alberto do well. If he just had that intangible, that it factor when it came to pressing, because we saw that. At that I wonder if it's the kind impact of show. I wonder if it's the kind of thing that doesn't translate on TV, but does live. Because if know. you think about it, here's the thing: all that stuff you just mentioned, that's all stuff. I wonder if he got that all those accomplishments in wrestling because behind the scenes he's such a damn charming guy. I don't know. That'll do it if you charm people. If you can charm people, but I think that only goes so far. Evidently not. What else explains it then, man? I don't know. Come on now. Anyways. 
Alberto had a solid MMA record. Like you said on paper. On paper, a pretty good pro wrestling career. May not have translated into box office or merch sales. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like I said, you know, we saw him at that Impact uh, house show mm-hmm. out in the Bay Area. Yeah. And he definitely had that it factor. He, yeah. was, he, was, he was intense. Engaging. He was passionate. He seemed like he was having fun engaging, mm-hmm. yes. Um, and yet that never really came across in any of his WWE work. Really weird. Really kind of weird. weird. Anyways, moving on. Number eight. Eight. Josh Barnett. Um, speaking of accomplished mixed martial artists. Look at that. What did you do? That dude showed up in front of you doing that with his How to run the other way. Probably a good idea. Um, his uh, official MMA record is 35 and 8. Wow. And he, uh, he beat one of the few people to beat Dan Severn. Wow. Did so in 2000. And then he also beat Randy Couture two years later. He was the youngest UFC heavyweight champion. He won it at the age of 24. Oh, wow. Um, he's also a Pancrase openweight champion. Um, he doesn't have the pro wrestling accomplishments of, say, Alberto Del Rio, mm-hmm. um, you know, in terms of title victories and whatnot. He's JR's partner now. Yeah, but access. in terms of the breadth of what he's done in the pro wrestling industry, it's pretty uh, impressive. Cause he's he's well-respected, too. Yes. Yeah. And I think part of that is, is he has wrestled. He wrestled in New Japan. He wrestled in Impact and uh, in uh, Antonio Noki's uh, promotion mm-hmm. as well. Um, and at one point, he challenged Yuji Nagata for the IWGP heavyweight title in the main event of Wrestling World 2003, oh, wow. which was kind of the, the one of the precursor shows to what would eventually become Wrestle Kingdom, ah. the January 4th Tokyo Dome show. He mm-hmm. headlined one of those. Okay, well, there you go. That's a huge accomplishment. That's massive. I've never um, done that. These days, he trains. He trains professional wrestlers. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of his most notable alumni, Shayna Baszler, mentioned a couple entries ago. Ooh. And as you just mentioned, he, he does commentary for New Japan's uh, Access broadcast mm-hmm. along with good old J.R. Jim Ross. Mm-hmm. So his actual in-ring accomplishments might not be as impressive as other people on this list, considering the breadth of what he's done in both the, the world of MMA and pro wrestling. Felt like I had to include him. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think that's a, a wise choice. Well done. And well done, Josh Barnett. Yes. Number seven. Seven. Shinsuke Nakamura. Look at him there. Wow. This is, it looks like uh, somebody took this from like several tears up it looks like it's like a uh, digital zoom not optical digital <laughs> so uh, uh nakamura he was doing the mma thing kind of in conjunction with his uh, uh early run in new japan mm-hmm. um he only had four professional fights he lost his sorry five professional fights he lost his first one okay and then uh didn't lose another one. Oh wow Good so it was a small sample size but yeah. it seemed like he was heading in the right direction okay um around the time that he was uh wrapping up his mma career is when he won his first IWGP heavyweight title mm-hmm. um, and that was just one of three reigns with that belt um, he's also a five time IWGP intercontinental champion and a two time NXT champion and might very well become WWE champion the next in WWE a couple champion. weeks yeah wow um, so again his MMA, his MMA career isn't as vast as some other people's on this list but based on the limited success he had and the small sample size as well as the tremendous success he's enjoyed in the pro wrestling world mm-hmm got to put him on oh for sure no absolutely look if he was doing this mma stuff while still sort of doing the wrestling stuff uh who knows what his record could have been had he focused solely on the mma instead of the 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 wrestling Mm -hmm. he could have had a lot more wins yeah he could have yeah, but it's been interesting to see losses. how his, uh, his his experience in the MMA world has influenced his wrestling style. He employs cross-arm breakers, which is a wrestling hold, I know, too, mm-hmm. but it's also pretty uh, prominent in well, the world of MMA. He's a heavy MMA. striker. Yes, a heavy striker, but also mm-hmm. he'll employ 
the triangle yeah. at times. Again, MMA maneuver. Yeah. Also, king of the low blow. Yeah. Also heavily used in uh, old UFC. I didn't think they could do that. I think they. I think it was. It was like. Wasn't it like no rules back in the day? Well, there were some rules. I think that they were allowed to kick people in well, the balls. Well, if that was the case, then everybody should have done that right away. Then full mount. Well, no, they wore cups. Punches. They wore cups. Well, even still, a cup only does so much. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever taken does. like a full kick to the balls with a cup on? I've taken a full kick to the balls with no cup on. Well, no, that's why I'm saying. Oh, like, wear no, a cup. but I've taken a baseball to the nuts with a cup oh, on. Oh yeah. Feel good? No. <laughs> no, not at all. Well, I don't know. Look, man, I just remember UFC was okay to like rip people's faces off. That never happened. And kill people. No. So I think that did. I heard about it when I was a teenager. Have you heard about this UFC thing? Those are called urban myths. Yeah, I heard about it. Saw a guy's face get ripped off. You did? Well, I know somebody who did. You know somebody got his face ripped? No, I know no, somebody, somebody who saw, who saw it. it. <laughs> don't think you did. Don't think you did. Let's go watch some Robotech. Number six. Six. Matt Riddle. What is that hair the dude's got? That's right young there. Matt Riddle right there. Young lion Matt Riddle. Yeah, so uh, Matt Riddle finished his MMA career with a record of eight wins, three losses, and three draws or no contests. He is the winner of the Ultimate Fighter 7. I wonder if I was still watching at the time. Me and Hilton used to love watching that. Yeah. 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 Like in the early days. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, I remember watching the, the Kimbo Slice season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that the one where, where Rampage and Rashad Evans were the coaches? Maybe. So I watched some of that one, too. Maybe. I don't remember. I don't remember either. That was a long time ago. You don't have to look it up. Did you? In any event, Matt Riddle, he was, uh, yeah, like you said, 8-3-3. Three, and three. Uh, He failed two drug tests, though. Marijuana. Yeah. Man loves weed. Or he did, anyways. He did. Um, Yeah, so he was released after two failed drug tests. But according to Wikipedia, um, he finished his UFC career um, third in the entire history of the company Mm -hmm. in takedown defense. Wow. In a relatively small sample size. Yeah. In eighth for total strikes landed. That's pretty impressive for only, what, 11 or 12 fights, however many he had. Yeah. Um, uh, but then after that, he went on to the pro wrestling. He uh, spent some time in a couple other promotions before going to the pro wrestling. He's the current Evolve champ, mm-hmm. beating, I believe, Zack Sabre Jr. for that belt. Mm-hmm. Um, he's also a two-time Progress Atlas champion and a one-time WWN champ. Um, he, along with uh, Jeff Cobb, Keith Lee, um, have really been – taken the indie wrestling world by storm mm-hmm. over the last couple years mm-hmm. um and it's, it's really impressive in such a short amount of time how good matt riddle has gotten oh, at professional it's, wrestling it's it's insane how like yeah how good he's gotten in such a short amount of time and <clears throat> he's one of the people that his name is always brought up when they're when you know people want to know hey, who's going to be going to nxt next who's going to be going to nxt next wouldn't surprise me if Jeff Cobb went there soon. Uh, he's under that Lucha Underground contract, mm-hmm. so it wouldn't surprise me. If Rumors got... say that Keith Lee is on his way. Yeah, yeah, he should be on his way. Um, Matt Riddle, I mean, I guess sort of the the joke out there is, well, he really likes his freedom, meaning, he, you know, in WWE you get tested for stuff. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what he's doing now, you don't. Yeah. So he's free to live, you know, the, the marijuana lifestyle mm-hmm. if that's what he wants to do. Mm-hmm. And who can blame him for wanting people to be tested him all the time? Yeah. At the same time, if he wants to take his career to that level, to the WWE level, um, you know, and and make the big, big money. Although he is one of those names that, you know. Especially starting out, I don't know if he would necessarily see a 
a massive pay increase or a pay increase at all. No, it'd be a short term. It'd be a short term loss to go to NXT. But mm-hmm. you know, once you get to the once you get to the main roster, yeah, sky's the limit. But I think he's in a situation not quite the same as the Young Bucks. But he's he's in the conversation. He's in the conversation where he can set his own schedule. Yeah, probably for the most part, name his own price. Yeah, sure. Live a very comfortable life, mm-hmm. traveling. Working when he wants to. If he wants to take some time off, he can take some time off mm-hmm. and spend time with his family. Yeah. Um, you know, if, if there's no real financial incentive for him to go to WWE right now, mm-hmm. and he doesn't necessarily crave that huge uh, stage that WWE has to offer, mm-hmm. why, why not? Go? Yeah, no, yeah, why, why, why go? go? Yeah, sure. No, I, I, I completely agree with that. Um, he, uh, did he? No, Jeff Cobb did. Did Matt Riddle go to go to Japan this past year? No, he didn't. No. Okay. It was either rumor. I think it was rumor that he and Cobb, uh, Chosen Bros, were going to compete in World Tag League. But then it ended up being Cobb and, and uh, um, um, Michael Elgin. Oh God, that's right. Who did a uh, who did? Oh, Sammy Callahan teamed with uh, Oh Juice. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. all right. So yeah, uh, who knows what that's all about? But yeah, like you said, man, if he's one of those guys. And he does. I mean, he comes across as like you know the most laid back guy. You know, oh me. yeah, oh yeah. Um, if he if he enjoys the lifestyle he leads, and he's doing well for himself, why would he ever give it up? Exactly. There are some people out there who simply see. I think I honestly think that the young bucks. I think I I personally think they want the WWE experience on their own terms. Yeah. And now that they're basically skyrocketing to the level where they'll be able to set their own terms whenever they want. They have that in their back pocket. Mm-hmm. I think conversely, there are some people out there, and I think Matt Riddle's one of them, who might just not give a damn. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, man, I'm I'm having a good time, but I don't know, I don't know the guy, so who knows? Yeah, yeah. But uh, no, it, it would it would not surprise me at all if his name was mentioned for NXT at any point. Yeah, it's just a matter of what he wants to do because exactly. he is phenomenal. Yeah, he is. I mean, I'll never forget the first time we saw him at a PWG show when there was a spot where uh, uh, I think it's Michael Elgin. Yeah had uh, Jeff Cobb up in a vertical suplex. Mm-hmm, yeah. He was doing squats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, Matt Riddle is Jeff Cobb's tag team partner, and yet he's standing there, like, amazed yeah. at the show, at the feats of strength going on. He was selling the crap out of it and engaging with the crowd. He's yeah. an absolute natural yeah, doing that stuff. Yeah, he is. He really sure. is. Number five. Five. Where is he? There he is. Bobby Lashley. Uh, so now he's having a not terribly fun run in WWE. Yeah. But this is coming off a really good run and a lengthy run in Impact Wrestling TNA. Which, uh, which uh, tied in with his MMA career. It did, yeah. Towards the end there, it certainly did. And, uh, you know, he has had, wow, a 15-2 and two MMA record. That's yeah, crazy yeah. good. And he fought some in Strikeforce, I believe, so that's pretty mm-hmm. solid competition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he's won championships in promotions called Shark Fights and Extreme Fight Night. Cool if he fought sharks. That would be cool. Yeah. It'd be like Brock Lesnar. Wouldn't be cool the for the shark, man. That's true. Yeah, extreme fight night. Uh, and then, of course, uh, his pro wrestling accomplishments. Wow, listen to me talk. One-time WWE United oh. States champion. He's fought for Two-time too. ECW champion and four-time Impact champion. He fought for Bellator, right? Bellator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah most recently, the last uh, four years, he's fought exclusively for Bellator, but in a. Uh, he did a couple of fights for Strike Force in the in 2010. Boy, look at all of his uh, two, two, two. Yeah, his man. He had a lot of one round fights. Mm-hmm. Two, yeah, two, mm-hmm. a couple, three. Just a small number of fives. One five round fight. Wow. Yeah. No. So uh, yeah, Bobby Lashley. Like that. I mean, that, I, that was one of my favorite storylines when I was watching Impact. <laughs> I might pick it back up. 
but um, <clears throat> was Bobby Lashley deciding whether or not he wanted to go back to MMA or stay in wrestling. It was a really, really well-done storyline. And, uh, and yeah, I mean, talk about a crossover guy, MMA and wrestling. He's done it all. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and he's fantastic. Hopefully, WWE will get their creative back in order. I know. And book him in something good. Maybe, hey, you know what? Maybe it'll, it'll simply take one match with Sami Zayn, Money in the Bank. They'll put on a killer match, and then that'll write the course. I hope so. Hopefully. I hope so. Good. I really do. Number four. Four. Ken Shamrock. Oh, look at him, man. That's like old Ken Shamrock, yeah. too. That's like Mickey Rourke and the wrestler. Yes, exactly. Look at that. Wow. Anyways, uh, Ken anyways, Shamrock. Uh, one of the legends. A pioneer, of, man. Yeah, a legend of mixed mar- martial arts as well as our, 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 our gentleman, a couple more gentlemen at the top of our list. Um, Ken Shamrock compiled a career record of 28-17-2. and two. Mm-hmm. Um, And he has beaten a lot of uh, legends of MMA, including yeah. Dan Severn. Uh, Masakatsu Funaki, who was one of the founders of Pancrase. Yeah. Um, Boss Rutten. Uh-huh. Uh, Tito Ortiz. And then at one point, Ken Shamrock won the UFC Superfight Championship from Dan Severn, oh, only wow. to eventually lose it back to Dan Severn. Um, if I remember correctly, they had one of the, the better rivalries in the early days of the UFC. Um, when it came to professional wrestling... Man, in his first... Hold on a second. In his first... So, I mean, the thing is, like, when you take a look at his record, 28 and 17, you have to understand that he went... 19 four and one to kick off his career yeah so it's it's one of those things where that dude just kept on fighting and kept on fighting and of course the older you get the more losses you're going to rack yeah, up yeah. I mean, as we say the turnover rate in, in mma seems pretty high yeah because once you get into his later career it's like yeah loss 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 yeah loss, yeah. Loss, yeah he's more of a, a best of 500 fighter um as far as pro wrestling he won the wwf intercontinental title once mm-hmm. um, he's a one-time tag team champion do you remember who his tag team partner was don't tell me. Don't tell me. Uh, no. You're on his Wikipedia page. You can check. It's Boss Man. That's <laughs> <laughs> Boss Man. Uh, and he also won the NWA title when uh, he was in Impact. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, he was like one of the, like their first big name, big-ish name. Because by that time, it was what, 2002? <laughs> So it was like, I mean, here's the thing. I remember Shamrock was one of those guys who I think the WWF kind of slept on. It's not like he had, like, the greatest promo skills. No, no, but he was actually pretty good in the ring. He was actually a damn good wrestler. He was a really good professional wrestler. And I think he was a solid IC guy because mm-hmm. he was a good worker. He yeah, he had a decent feud worker. with The Rock. He had a decent feud with The Rock. He was usually out-charactered yeah. by people. Yeah. You know, it's like he, Stone Cold... The characters back then were so freaking good and so well-rounded and so just distinct that a guy like Ken Shamrock, who was, you know, a meat and potatoes type character. Yeah, but remember he, what they called him? The world's most dangerous man? Yeah. God, that was so good. I know. It was really good. And they focused really heavily on the MMA stuff. And that yeah. was really yeah, that yeah. was a good idea. But uh, just should have not had him talk at all. And he was far. I know. I agree. He was far more successful than like Dan Severn was. Ken Shamrock seemed to really enjoy pro wrestling, and Dan Severn didn't. Oh yeah. Um, but uh, but no, I I do wonder that if if they if they had emphasized, I do remember there was one time when he turned. I think he turned on like I don't know the Ministry or something like that. Yeah. And people were popping big time for Shamrock, and they kind of dropped the ball on him a little bit. I think just because his his ceiling in terms of character stuff was a bit on the limited side. Yeah. But uh, he was he was really fantastic. Yeah, he was. But anyways, yeah, and you know, like you said, a pioneer in uh, in mixed martial arts. Oh yeah. So, 
Great stuff, Ken Ken Shamrock. Number three. Three. Brock Lesnar. Speaking of sharks. What is that? Is that from Shark Fights? Uh, (laughs) Yes, it is. I wish, man. Did the fights just take place on on beaches? Yeah. Public beaches. Look at that little film camera. (laughs) That's fantastic. Anyway. Uh, Anyways, Brock Lesnar has had an MMA career record of five and three, but he's beaten some uh, notable heavyweights in his short career. MMA career, including Randy Couture, who he beat for the UFC heavyweight title. Um, he beat Frank Mir mm-hmm. to avenge one of his early losses. A fluke loss, yeah. Yeah, and then Shane Carwin. Remember that fight? Oh, yeah, yeah. That was uh, There was a lot of hype behind that one because yeah. people were wondering if Shane Carwin would be the guy that, to knock out Brock Lesnar. he came so – I, I feel like he came close. I thought he won the first round, didn't he? Yeah, he was, he was putting it to Brock, but Brock was just too big. Yeah. Yeah. Remember that? Because the thing about Brock was that for as big as he was – like he didn't have the best chin in the world. No, no. That's why people thought that Mark Hunt was gonna beat him. Yeah, yeah. Because he has KO power. And all and Brock danced around him for the longest time and then just sort of laid on him. It was a boring, terrible fight. But probably strategically very smart. Made total sense because Brock got the win from that. Yeah. Plus he was he was caught on steroids, mm-hmm. so that's not good either. But it, 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 I wonder what would have happened if Brock hadn't got diverticulitis. Yeah. Um, and then uh, forced him to retire at least for a bit from. Um, UFC mm-hmm. and, and and allowed him an opportunity to go back to the WWE mm-hmm. um, where he uh, you know achieved more accomplishments. He's a what four time WWE champion. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. the current Universal champion. He's had the belt for more than a year. Is he? I haven't seen him lately. Well, I mean, that's what's said in in on online that he was the Universal champion. Oh, okay. okay. So I'm going to take internet at his word. It's Wikipedia. What are you going to yeah, do? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, Wikipedia. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And he's also an odd and a weird one-time IWGP champion. Yeah. And that all ended up kind of weird, too. Yeah, that's all very convoluted and confusing. There was like a couple different IWGP heavyweight titles. Like a splinter promotion. Yeah, it was Inoki's promotion, yeah, I think. That's yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. That was all weird. But, uh, I mean, look, you can't argue. The guy came to UFC. Besides that first fight against Mira, which ended in a, in a crappy, you know, tap out. He was dominant. Mm-hmm. He was dominant. Until diverticulitis kind it, of uh, set him back quite yeah, a bit. It would have been interesting to see what would have happened had he not gotten diverticulitis. How do you get diverticulitis? I'm not sure. Eat something weird? Maybe. Yeah? Here. Give me a second. How to get diverticulitis. Yeah. There you go. Let's find out. This is a public service. Or... Uh, What foods trigger? What's the main cause? Oh. When naturally weak places in your colon give way under pressure. Oh, jeez. Ouch. Ouch. What food should I eat if I have it? White rice, white bread, white pasta, dry, low-fiber cereals, processed fruits. What food should one avoid? And Twinkies. Nothing to avoid the symptoms. Can't, can't, get rid, can't avoid it, man. <coughs> it's going to hit everybody eventually. Anyways, Brock Lesnar, reputation precedes himself. We don't yes. need to talk about him more. Number two. Two. Dan Severn. Oh, look dude, at that still. Dude, look at two old bastards. Two legends. Two legends. Duking it out probably in their 50s. Oh, man. Look at Severn. He's about to get just. He's fine. His brain care. is going to get rattled. He doesn't dude. care. Guess what his career MMA record is, Steve? It's incredible. Uh, 136 and 5 and 3. 101, 19, and 7. Mine was a joke, but it wasn't far off. He's won 101 professional fights. I was looking through his his win-loss record. He fought three times in three weeks at one point, I think in 2007. It's insane. 
Um, he is one of the first UFC super fight champions. He beat Ken Shamrock. Oh, sorry. He won it once, lost to Shamrock, won it back from Shamrock. Um, he is the only man to hold a UFC title and a pro wrestling title at the same time. Man, that dude just fought six years ago. Yeah. Wow. Wasn't he at a, he was at Matt, uh, Matt Riddle's blood sport. Mm. Met WrestleMania weekend, I believe. Okay. Um, yeah, I think he was. Um, he beat Chris Candido for the NWA title and held that belt for four years. Jeez. Four years. Yeah, that's a long time. The third longest reign in the title's history. He won that belt twice. He showed up in WWF with that title. Yeah. Um, speaking of someone who was underutilized in WWF, but then again, I don't think he necessarily respected pro yeah. wrestling uh, that much, given his comments about the Royal Rumble. That's my favorite story. Where he said he would just shoot, win the thing. Um, but he had one of the best theme songs. He did. Hi, hi. So his MMA record kicked off. <laughs> he went 35-3-3 to sort of, you know, for his first whatever, however many years in the in the what he lost to in MMA, uh, MMA Barnett. He lost to uh, Shamrock and who else? He lost to Mark Coleman. Okay. I remember Mark Coleman yeah, I do too. Hoist Gracie. Everybody Hoist lost to Hoist Gracie. Yeah, man. And he had a draw against Jeremy Horn. Chemo, remember Chemo? Oh yeah, yeah, I remember Chemo and Pat Militech. Anyways, uh, yeah, Dan Severn, man, he was like a. Remember when he came in the WWF? With like all those titles, it was when they were doing like weird. NWA it's, it was the NWA crossover. invasion, yeah. It was the invasion, NWA yeah. title, yeah, yeah. Wonder why he wasn't. They should have had him in brawl for all. He would have won the whole thing. Oh, I know, right? That was around the same time. It was '98. He was probably too. Look at that. He comes in looking like a bear with a sweaty, sweaty gray t-shirt shirt. <laughs> and cornets behind him, holding up all these titles. That's funny. Yeah, but again, <laughs> so like he's a dude that definitely should not have talked. Yeah, because when he talked, look, this dude was is obviously like one of the greatest of all time, most intimidating dudes. But when he opened his mouth, it really didn't come off that way. Oh, he was in the brawl for all tournament. He defeated the Godfather in the first round, then withdrew. <laughs> really? Does it say why? Because uh, he had nothing to prove. In a radio, this is all according to Wikipedia. In a radio oh, interview, great. Uh, Severin asserted that WWF at first had not allowed him or Shamrock, Shamrock to compete in the tournament at all and they removed him from the tournament after his victory over the Godfather but then Steve Williams says Shamrock backed out and Severin withdrawing because of quote his frustration at the rules and the idea of having to wear boxing gloves oh okay wow so it wasn't really his thing yeah I guess so huh man man I want to like a documentary done on Brawl for All yeah. The whole thing is weird and fascinating. I know. It's so amazing. strange. I know. It's great. And that's actually kind of, that's kind of when UFC was first picking up steam was in the late 90s. That's interesting that mm -hmm. WWE was really kind of at the forefront and trying to incorporate that kind of <laughs> right, yeah. stuff because usually they seem way. so reactionary. Yeah. Let's see here. Uh, <laughs> the bracket. Steve Blackman, Mark Marrow. Oh, Steve Blackman beat Mark Marrow. Bradshaw beat Mark Canterbury. Savio Vega beat Brackus. A draw with draws and Hawk. Road Warrior Hawk, that is. Bart Gunn beat Bob Holly. I'll have to go back and watch some of this stuff. Oh, I know. Steve Williams beat uh, Quebecer Pierre. We should do a going in raw view on Brawl for All. Let's do it. That's that would good. be a lot of fun. I like that a lot. 
Oh man, it's yeah from June 29th. So it'd be it'd be uh, oh, 20 years ago. We're the on the 20 year, year anniversary. anniversary. All right, we should this month. The brawl for all retrospective coming later on this month. Well done, perfect, excellent. All right, let's go number one. I'm excited to talk number about number one. You gotta do the thing over there, man. Number one. Minoru Suzuki. Of course, you'd put him at number one. Of course. Above Dan Severin. Yeah, man. Look at Minoru Suzuki there staring down at you. He's like, yeah, you're doing a favor for me, Jushin Liger? Anyways. He's the most dominant uh, character in any video game ever. He, he, Steve has yet to beat me as I, if I play as Minoru Suzuki in virtual pro wrestling. Yeah. Um, his career MMA record is 30 and 19. By my calculation, that is very much a winning record. Um, <laughs> he started out his Pancras career on a seventh fight win streak. Beat Ken Shamrock twice. Oh, goodness. What, when? What years did that happen? Before Ken Shamrock was in UFC. Around the same time he was starting in UFC. He's the oh, only really? person to beat Ken Shamrock, I think, in like the, the late 90s twice. Wait, before Shamrock was in UFC? Around the same time as, as UFC, yeah. When did Shamrock start in the UFC? Late I mean, 90s. That's, I, the UFC didn't start till or like really start doing stuff. I thought Shamrock 90s. was like in the early days of the UFC. Yeah. yeah. When did the UFC start? My trip started in '93, but they really yeah. started doing stuff in like '97. Shamrock Ken. Now I'm kind of curious about this. I'm talking about it early. I thought it was early, early '93. That's not UFC. No, Pancrase UFC one '93. Yeah, oh, okay. He was All in right. the early, early Sorry. days. Anyways, anyways, Suzuki uh, beat him twice during 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 that whole span. He of was time. he no, you're right. It was Roy. That's interesting. Royce Gracie was his first loss. Minoru Suzuki was his second loss. Yeah, in, at Pancrase. There you go. And then uh, uh, that was in '94. '94. Okay, sorry, I got my times mixed up. I apologize. Um, and then he won the. And the, then again in '95. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So he uh, Minoru Suzuki. Yeah. Step back. You step back in the late '90s. I remember being in middle school. People talking about UFC, man. Yeah. That's that's when it had. It wasn't like in the late nineties. It was in the early nineties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was the late nineties when I was first kind of exposed to it. I was I was aware of it in the early nineties. Yeah, I think I was too. But that's I really when seen people any of were it. saying that yeah. faces were coming off. But I was yeah. But it was I, I watched the stuff in the early nineties, like in the mid to late nineties. Mm, okay, I got you. That's probably what it was. That's did you I, see a guy have his face ripped? No, off. although I I heard that too separately from you. <laughs> so. That was something that was going around. Anyways, uh, Minoru Suzuki won the second. That was something that was going around. Uh, King of Pancrase tournament, becoming the second King of Pancrase. <laughs> I love when you say Pancrase. Pancrase. It's a weird word. Um, and then his pro wrestling accomplishments. Incredible. Dude's almost 50 year, years old, and you can just argue that he's at his peak right now. I'm not, look, I, I guess I kind of agree with that. But number one. When Dan Severn's on this list? Dan Severn, yeah, he won the NWA title when the NWA title wasn't what it used to be. Wow. All right. Wow. He won it from Chris Candido. This was after Shane Douglas essentially threw it in the trash. Who's a better, <laughs> yeah. Who's a better NWA champion, Nick Aldis or Dan Severn? Well, Dan Severn had it for four years. <laughs> he had it for four years? Yeah. Man, I don't know. I, I think you might have got this one wrong. Dan Severn, number one. No, Minoru Suzuki, number one in any in any list. Is Severn if he in, qualifies? Is Severn in uh, virtual pro wrestling? I don't know. I'll have to check. Oh, we should check that out. He'll lose Minoru Suzuki too. Well, we're gonna find that and one. And I'll settle this. Look at that. We've once and for all, we've concocted all a bunch of different content that we can now create. 
Brawl for All retrospective. We need to hook up some shoot interviews with some of these Brawl for All guys. Oh, that'd be great. And ask them, do a proper retrospective. That'd be great. A that'd documentary, if you will. Yeah. Um, uh, Minoru Suzuki, his, uh, his, his, his wrestling accomplishments. Here's a sample. In all Japan pro wrestling, he is a two-time Triple Crown heavyweight champion. In pro wrestling Noah, he is a one-time GHC champion. In New Japan, he's won the Never Open Weight title. And, of course, he just uh, had a reign as Intercontinental Champion. Um, he's also, I think, the Rev Pro Tag Team Champion with Zack Sabre Jr. currently. Let me ask you he's led one of the most dominant factions in wrestling history. Minoru Suzuki, he has the best theme song ever. Minoru Suzuki, number one. It's not even close. When you were in junior high, did you have a picture of Minoru Suzuki in your locker? I didn't have any pictures in my locker. Because I only had a locker in like seventh grade and they took all the lockers out. Can I out. get you a locker? That you can then, you can, because I feel like you should regret How about this? that. How about you should this? have a proper locker that's why decorated. Not, why not? I had a picture of Paula Abdul. Why not on my wall over there that's got yeah. nothing on it? Yeah. A mural of Minoru Suzuki. See, I'll work on that. That's kicking, kicking the face of a young lion. That's perfect. Oh, it's all just that? Yeah. Or we can't just do other pictures of him as well? Not kicking no, the just, face? I want to fill up the entire wall with a picture of Minoru Suzuki kicking a young lion in the face. That's okay. what I want to see. All right. That is your charge. All right, sounds good. You have until uh, mid-August to complete this task. What happens in mid-August? Nothing. It's an arbitrary date. <laughs> All right, I will see what I can do about yes, that. Yes, Minoru Suzuki, number one. I don't. Yeah, I mean, no, no contest, no. Debate. I mean, he he co-founded one of the pioneer promotions in all of MMA. Pancrase. Pancrase. <laughs> he was dominant in said promotion. Beat yeah. Ken Shamrock twice. No one else did that in that time period. Yeah. Um, his pro wrestling man. accomplishments are fantastic. Is Ken, isn't Ken Shamrock in the virtual pro wrestling? Yeah, oh, I think so. And All even right. at the age of like 49, yeah. he's still awesome. Yeah, he's pretty great. He is fantastic. Yeah. And that's not to mention all the... Do you even follow him on Instagram? I follow him on Twitter. He's a great Instagram follower. I he's believe that. very fashionista type. Yeah. Very fashionable guy. Yeah. Anyways. All right, we're done with this. Minoru right. Suzuki, number one. Should be Dan Severn. Thank you for watching, everybody. We appreciate it. Let us know what you guys think in the comments. Hit one for Minoru Suzuki, two for Dan Severn. Till next time, we'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. 
Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.